This is the relationship where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, and I have Eric and Jason up in here. What up? Hey, what's up? Hey, and if y'all have any questions, send those into the relationship at power 77 radio.com and I just want to add something y'all what you know this cool line that I heard the other day or I saw it on Facebook no stay married it's gangster oh you saw that I saw that that on Facebook and I'm like that is so cool right your husband with t-shirts on a mod throwing I don't know if those were east coast west coast how long ago was that LA signs I mean you look like you were 12 in that picture how long ago was that How long ago was that picture taken? Well, a couple years ago. Uh, oh, okay. Was it a couple? Right. They Dang, don't. Dude, they man. don't age though. They're like vampires. It, I thought it was like a year ago. Could have no? been last week. It could have been ten years ago. They look the same. I don't know. Hey, hey, look. Just look Something. at my hair. Then you know if it's actually today Something or a year ago. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but Jason, what do, do we have a question? We do have a question. Actually, this one's coming from Louisville. Shane in Louisville. So he asked, my wife and I are, have, are uh, b- bumping heads with punishing our son. I'm not a yeller, nor do I believe in spankings, but my wife is pushing for me to be more aggressive. My method is more <laughs> online with losing privileges. My wife mm. believes my son will need more. Uh, need more. Obviously, this is causing major disagreement, and I fear it's going to get worse. I don't know what to do. Should I honor my wife and spank my son, or should I stick with my guts and hope that my method of discipline will pan out? Please help me. Wow. I'm going to whip that boy. I'm, I'm going to uh, disqualify myself on this answering this topic because me and my wife have been arguing about this for 19, uh, 21 yeah. years. And not the spanking right. thing. We both, we both cool with spanking, but her parenting style and mine are different. Mm. So getting on the same page has uh, been a challenge for 20. Well, I guess our oldest is 21. So so, yeah, the first years are easy. They're in control, let's be honest. So once they hit teenage years, so a good eight years, we mm. haven't figured it out yet. So I'll let you guys I mean, answer Don't you this think one. most couples kind of have some, some differences there? Yeah. That's a, that's a major so. issue. So yeah. uh, that's something that you kind of have to work through. Almost as you go with that, that's that's not something that uh, that comes in a manual for sure, especially when you start throwing in the teenagers. And I would say, um, I'm sorry, I missed it. How old is the kid? It didn't say. It didn't say oh, what it the didn't. kid was. No. Okay, all right, good. So, well, what I was gonna say is, like, for me, we I had to learn, like. Who does Mason kind of follow with his personality, right? So, and obviously we learned at a young age for him that he is like his daddy. He is very loud. He is very, he can be very disobedient. He doesn't listen, you know? And it's just like, now, no, I'm only saying this because Ahmad will tell you that's how he was as a kid. Like Uh temper tantrums. I didn't do that. Like a spanking, I was scared of a spanking. So I'm like, I don't want to get hit. So I'm going to be good. But Prince, he's like... Uh, I really don't care about that. I'm still going to do what I want to do. So what we've had to learn is just say, hey, what is his personality like? What is going to work with him? So I would say that, like, what is your kid like? Like, Ahmad is like, look, Prince is like me. I need things taken away. I need you to talk to me and explain to me what is really going on. Why am I in trouble? And me, I didn't need all of that. So I would just say, analyze your kid and know what is their personality like? What is it? What is actually going to work? Because hitting doesn't work for everybody. So, so um, the question. Let me let me kind of throw out the question. The question is: Should he honor his wife and spank the son, or should he stick to his gun? So it sounds like more of a instead of answer is neither. Right. The answer yeah. is how right. do you how do you guys close the gap in your right. there you go. You're probably not going to meet in the middle every time. But yeah. how do you? Part of it is you got to come back to the 
the idea that, especially as they grow, teenagers are stupid. Right. And they're going to make dumb decisions because <laughs> right. we all did it. And so, you know, don't rise and fall on that. Well, they wouldn't have made that decision if you would get on my side. No, it don't matter if you all leaned her side or you all leaned his side. Right. You're still going to do dumb stuff. So I think it's it's healthy boundaries and consequences. And then, you know, giving each other a little bit of grace, trying to get on the same page. And, you know, our answer is always community. So if you can't agree on anything, go get some outside input. And uh, there's also a good book if if they uh, it, if the kid's a teenager they're moving that way called Losing Control and Liking It uh, by Tim Sanford which is a good book on what you actually are in control of and not with your kids and yeah. I think it, it relieves some pressure. You know, on we that. actually I, where community came in for us is there were actually times where when my my kids were younger we actually let others talk to the kids. Uh, you know, mm, we thought yeah. we hit a roadblock with them. We we took them over to friends' house. So that's where community came in Let with the us. Let friends spank them. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, yeah, we took them over to Dave's house, that's and Dave, would Dave, put you them know on what to do, Dave. <laughs> you want to go to Dave's right. and be on a timeout? That's it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so you're actually, always the good guy. Actually, his so timeout room's a got guy. a PlayStation Four and <laughs> right. uh, and a pool. Yeah. So Shane, get a Dave. <laughs> get a Dave. <laughs> Everybody needs a Dave. There you go. Compromise. Yeah. Try to meet in the middle community kids are crazy and know your kids that's it all right so thank you for that question and for anyone else please send those into the relationship at power 77 radio.com and i think we are going to get into something fun today all right right. we are we're going to talk to this is for all our dating folks out there Mm -hmm. or the wannabe dating or the wish they weren't still dating (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk about red flags in dating relationships so we got too many people Sitting in foolish relationships, either ignoring or not seeing red flags. And so we want to identify about seven red flags today, talk a little bit about them, and uh, maybe this will help you to evaluate your relationship at a different level. Gotcha. You couldn't stand it. I have my top five, so now you got to come up with seven. Come so on. I just got to two up you every time. <laughs> so. You got five, I got seven. All you right. got seven, I, I got fair. nine. Yeah. We'll guess just that's go. fair, Bishop. So let's jump in. Here is one dating red flag. That if the other person you're dating has strained or absent relationships with their family. What you guys think about that? Strained or absent relationships with their family. I mean, the old Toya would be like, well, maybe there's something wrong with their family. That's possible. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> but Which the new Toya would be mean. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The new Toya is just like, well, hold on. Why are they not like willing to work on whatever it is? Like, why have they just distances themselves from their entire family? Like, what is that all about? You know what I'm saying? Like, where is the resolution at? Are they even hoping to do that? Or are they going to do the same thing to me where things don't go well and they're just out? <laughs> ding ding That's ding! It. That's <laughs> right. it. Well, so there you go. There's definitely questions that would need to be answered because not everybody is in control of their family. I mean, many of them may have whacked out family and they got no control over that. But the red flag to me would be okay. You've already grown up with the mindset of a lack of of community, so you already are trying to fly in solo. While you know, if you start distance from family, so community, as you've heard from previous shows and even on this one already, that community obviously is up there in the big part of relationships. So uh, if somebody's not used to having community and 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 kind of it's distance from others, that's a red flag for sure. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Everybody's tendency will be to say, my family's whack. Right. Right. But I think if you're really... Everybody's family's a little dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, right? Because we all are. But 
It's very rare that this person is healthy and their whole family is just not. Because right. if you grew up in that family, then you probably learned all the stuff that you don't like about them, right? So right. Uh, I think the, the bigger key is just recognizing that they, they probably lack some conflict resolution skills. Mm-hmm. They probably lack the ability to communicate and work through things. And then like Toya said, don't, don't be surprised if whatever they do with their family... Oh, if they say sure. they're whack and they just don't talk to them or they cut them out when things aren't going well or they don't know how to reconcile after conflict, they're probably going to do the same thing uh, to you. You know they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's it's uh, people who come from families where they continue to work on and, and try to maintain a healthy relationship seem to be a little more emotionally mature yeah. for relationships. Now, now so. just to preface this, we're talking about dating. We're not talking about first dates. We're talking about people you've been dating like we've met his family now we've mm-hmm. we've kind of been around well, the family not, where we may not have if they're absent i'm talking about well let me let me do a foundation of assumption all right i'm talking about if you're dating seriously the point of you dating this person is moving towards marriage i got you i'm not talking about first date hey man tell me about well that might be a good question <laughs> yeah. tell me about your family there you uh, go. yeah we just don't talk thank you that's a nice check break. Please. Check, please. Icebreaker. All right, let's move on to another one. So, number one is uh, they have strained or absent relationship with family. <laughs> I love number two. Uh-oh. Number two is they describe themselves as, I'm air quoting right now, as <laughs> private. Mm. All right. Yeah, man, I'm just kind of a private person. Uh huh. What you think about that? That's a hot mess. That's what that is. (laughs) That's it? Um, So that is a hot mess. It reminds me of one of the couples on last season's uh, Married at First Sight, Michael and um, Skinny Girl. Was it Mika? Yes. Michael Michael and Skinny Girl. Girl. I mean, Skinny Girl. You know, I just, anyway. So Michael and Mika. And, you know, that was his thing. Like, I'm private. I don't want you telling all these other couples our business. Like, let it just be between us. And it's like, what in the world? No wonder you're single. No wonder yeah. you're so closed off. You How know, you you're not willing. On a reality show, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But like, he never, he want, and even though he never wanted to resolve anything, so it's like you need community sometimes to be there. So don't think I'm private. We can handle it. No, you can't. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in. Well, absolutely. So. I mean, you could throw Michael and Mika back into the first one he just brought up with family. It wasn't yeah. strained, but you know, he didn't have that father figure and all that stuff. Right. So that brought that came into play there too, but. But yeah, I mean, he's a pretty good example of that because this whole air quote private thing, you know, I mean, all, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, I mean, all, really, you just got no communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, already you're with somebody that can't communicate if they just retreat every time they uh, there's conflict or uh, something they don't like, which is obviously a control thing, too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I control the relationship and how this thing's going if I just kind of skip out and ignore it's not there wait till everything cools down then try to come back and act like nothing's happened so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's a little bit hard to have trust without transparency a little so bit. when they mm-hmm. talk about I'm private and be like nah, maybe you're shady mm-hmm. and you just don't want people poking into some areas of your life or that's a code word for I don't like accountability oh yeah yes. I don't I, if I'm private nobody can call me out on anything mm-hmm. and that yes. is a dangerous person to commit your life to somebody that nobody else can speak into their life or call them out on stuff so yeah i'm a no-go on private be like listen (laughs) if you're private then you enjoy relationship by yourself is there ever a circumstance where private is okay what do you mean by private i I mean like you know what i'm just gonna i don't think i need to go there with this one Hmm. like just keep this you know we're not there yet we're just dating 
Is there ever a circumstance? Just throwing it out. I'm just throwing it out. I would say the circumstance would be maybe details. Like certain details of things could could be private, but not like the whole situation. You understand? Yeah, I got you. I know where you're coming from. I'm not saying the first date you give the person your whole life history. I'm talking about you're seriously dating and this is somebody you want to move to marriage with but they just don't have a whole lot of friends they they're kind of a quote private person yeah. they don't really like a whole lot of people in their business i'm not that's just a dangerous person because right. they're either hiding something mm-hmm. or if they're not hiding something uh they they don't have anybody can speak into their life and right yeah, and they don't it want tough, it man. obviously yeah, yeah makes sense so avoid the quote private people mm-hmm. they just don't want anybody in their business because they don't like right. accountability number three number three red flag is they have a hard time saying sorry oh man Aww. how about that how yeah. hard is that <laughs> my bad yeah, yeah well you haven't said it to me for the million times Whoa. you whacked on me in the show because I'm not That's sorry let's just say I'm gonna fake go. it there you go <laughs> nice you know uh, what let's model it Jason yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry that what I said uh, hurt your feelings that was really? not my intent so I apologize <laughs> yeah I've just so, modeled it for him yeah there you go that's how you do it yep alright well yeah. that wasn't that hard I'm trying to yeah. buy it so I'm, date- I'm dateable clearly yeah. dateable oh, is that what that is that's what dateable looks like I said I'm sorry so what you think about that just in general it's a pride issue like that's just what it is and it's crazy because I remember being in high school so quite immature right immature people around and I remember somebody telling me like don't ever say don't ever say I'm sorry say I apologize because Uh. when you say you're sorry that means you're calling yourself a sorry person and I remember that now I think back like that was so funny you know but anyway let me get back on topic (laughs) it is a pride issue so if you cannot apologize or say I'm sorry well who do you think you are like get on it and do the right thing and if you're in the wrong admit you're in the wrong so you can move on that's it well, what go. about if you're not in the wrong what do you mean mm. if you're not okay this is the times that you are <laughs> well I'm there saying so so I could literally do something since Bubbles is offended over there I could literally <laughs> do something that's not necessarily wrong but my actions hurt him or offended him or something like that. I could still say sorry yeah. when, yeah. when he brings it to me that 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 hurt me. I, now that's where some people I think yeah. get stuck. Oh, like, well, yeah. I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not gonna say sorry. Well, yeah. it, it, it it's not to, about you. Doesn't have to be a black and white right yeah. or wrong. It's part of it is that's how you repair and and maintain relationships. Yeah, I mean, when mm-hmm. your actions affect somebody, you're willing to say I'm sorry. Yeah, for you it. could give the sarcastic sorry like you just gave me. I guess yeah. that works out. Right. Yeah, I guess man, that I works mean, out. So is a sarcastic sorry not acceptable? Nah, Aww. not really. Nah, Come on. I'm gonna work on my yeah, work on it. My you? genuine. So what? Okay, there's a couple things there. Like my mind goes back to the show we did on gaslighting and the narcissist. Oh, right? oh okay. So, look at that. So the you know research the, over there. So yeah. with the, the, that's what I see when I see somebody that can't say they're sorry. Yeah. Is you got this gaslight because that what that basically means is. Uh, you got to be careful that somebody is not trying to, because what will happen is that gaslighter will try to make you feel like it's your fault. Sure. That that wasn't my intent, so you don't get to have those feelings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where, to me, it's a bigger red flag with somebody who doesn't say they're sorry, because it goes beyond just kind of some humbleness. It's it's just a control thing. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's true. I listen and to the show. I see you. Yeah, yeah. the little note taker over there. Yeah. And relationship expert John Gottman says repair attempts, which is an I'm sorry, 
are key to longevity in marriage. So mm-hmm. he says, based on all his decades of research, it's not so much how much conflict you have, but a couple's ability to extend repair attempts. And, which, yeah, and again, sorry is the easy one. It's yeah. I mean, you know, I like to fast forward, right? So if I'm dating, I'm going to fast way forward and go. What's this person going to do? How are they going to model for my children? Right? When oh, we okay. have kids, so. That's um, true. Yeah, you got to think way ahead and just not in the moment for sure with that one. Mm-hmm. That's good. Awesome. All right, number four. Here we go. They have no friends who are either married or in healthy long-term relationships, i.e. all their friends are single dudes or chicks who really don't have any experience with a long-term relationship. That might uh-huh. be a red flag. Yeah, my question would be why are we even dating? Like, are you really just wanting, are you wanting a real relationship or are you just wanting to a number one person out of your 10? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want a real relationship. So then my question, yeah. But the thing is, is like when things go wrong, who are you turning to? Like what (laughs) you you don't have, your single friends are going to say, I told you, I told you not to get serious. That's why I'm single. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't deal with all that. that. See? You know, and then and everybody in your life is single or whatever. And it's just like, who are you turning to? So more than likely, you're going to fall into those habits of those around you that you actually talk to. So my question would be like, is this what you really want? And if it is, then why are all your friends and everybody around you single when you don't have anybody to go to and look up to? I, I mean, I'm just looking at this for good. Dang, that was me when I got married. <laughs> I mm. mean, yeah, but you were like 15. I was 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's part of it. 15. But no, but I do go back to that, and I, it was. I still tried to live like I was in high school, right? Like, uh, that's you but wait, like, we you got did. A, we were, got an 18 year old in the house over here. And he's looking at me right, like I right, am crazy. Right, right. What are you doing? Yeah, I get you. I feel you. No, but you know, I still went and played PlayStation with my buddies yeah. all night and yeah. all that stuff. And so yeah, because I was my own that's red a flag. Example, you didn't have like any other dudes that are like, "Hey, man, maybe we should go home to our wives." They're like, "Nah, man, just come. My mom will bring us some hot dogs up. We just keep <laughs> yeah. playing video wow. games." Absolutely, this married life, good stuff. <laughs> Let's finish wow. this game of risk tonight, Absolutely. man. Just call your wife, sure. tell you to spend the night at my house. <laughs> I just wow. got one more play, baby. Just one more play. I will. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think for me, why it's a red flag. Toya hit the hit the nail on the head. Is that you don't have anybody else in your close circle that understands the sacrifices and the commitments of a long-term relationship. So when things get tough, they're never going to be the people that are like, hey, push through, stay yep. steady, get some help. Maybe it's time for you to go home. They're just going to encourage you, you know, everything that the single people do. Yeah. Right. And so you need to, if if you are dating serious and long term and try to move towards marriage, you've got to, you've got to start implementing some people in your life that are in that same space or further down the road. Since Jason's the further down the road person, <laughs> yeah. get some other people that are literally people. further down the road. There you yeah. go. They're going to provide a little more help than you know keisha and amy and whoever else is <laughs> mm-hmm. like you don't you don't need a man you, he ain't your daddy you, mm-hmm. you know whatever it might be so and that one reminds <laughs> me of so many of the couples on married at first sight like and i hate to say it but it's a lot of the guys all the time it's like they say they want a wife why are you coming at guys like that Tori? i'm just yeah. hey i said okay. I, I said i hate to say it no, i said fine. that first that's fine jason let's I, come back after I the hate women. to yeah. say it but it's a lot of the guys that like you know didn't have any dads in their lives you know they're, they're raised by single women all their friends are single like the basketball player that married amber 
I can't remember where they were, but yeah. he was horrible. Um, then uh, the guy last season in DC, Brandon, he was horrible. Married at First Sight. This I'm sorry, this is from Married at First Sight. So it was so many men that were just like, they want a wife and they pass, they get selected. It's like they wasted space for a man that was really ready, you know? And it's like they had nobody around them, no friends, no nobody. It's like, what did you think marriage was? Did you really just think it was a trophy wife that was going to cook and be at home and you just do what you do? I yeah. think they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's wrong so, with all I got married like, at first sight. That's what do you think I'm looking for? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yet they right. want they want her to be beautiful and to cook and clean yeah, yeah. and they just I'm still do trying nothing. to find a too problem much to with ask that, for? Right. Where's the problem? Ooh, I need other women up in here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. What? Man, I'm digging <laughs> having a studio audience, man. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so yeah. Anyway, that goes along with what you said. All right. <laughs> Toya jumps up on her soapbox and halfway through, she's like, yeah, okay, we I'm just done. pushed her yeah, off. I'm, yeah. I'm figuratively that's stepping it. down. All right, let's <laughs> move on to the next one. Number five, red flag. But Toya threw in a red flag. You may want to add to your list. Uh, I don't think it always disqualifies, but if you got a guy who's never had a daddy, um, don't be surprised if they don't know some things that they would have learned from a daddy. So I'm right. not saying that's a disqualifier, yeah. right? But that, that may indicate they need some good men and mentors in their life. Right. Number five sure. is they treat people poorly who can't do anything for them. Uh. <laughs> How about that? See, because here's what I hear a lot. Well, they treat me so good. Uh-huh. They're so good to me. Now they're not that good. Up, but man, they're so good to me. Yeah, that's because they want something from you. Mm. There you go. And right, they're getting you. something in return from you. But I want to know. How do they treat the waiter, waitress, the drive through person at Taco Bell, yeah. uh, the the person who's in their way? You know, who, how do they treat the people that can do absolutely nothing for them? All right, Toya, we pushed you off your soapbox. Get on back up. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Man, I, well, I mean, it's just obvious. You know, I, I, I don't want to be with a bully. Nobody should want to be with a bully. Like, that's just what it is. Like, why is it that somebody has to be doing something good for you? But that goes, that goes so much deeper. Like, what is is your why in life what do you look up to more than yourself what is your motivation and if you have none and if you are your own motivation uh uh-uh, uh that's somebody you do not need to be with because they they look at themselves as their god and that's not someone you need to be with period there you go yeah that's, that's it I, I mean i mentioned gaslighter before here's your narcissist basically there right? you go so it's all about all me right, jason there you go. taking it back <laughs> take it back for you yeah. <laughs> yeah, give so. you an honorary doctorate over there <laughs> yeah. Psychology. yeah yeah dr it, bubbles <laughs> Gosh, that sounds like, like I don't know, soft drink, Dr. Bubbles, whatever. Something. Throw that out. Yeah, yeah, it so probably is. is. You probably got is. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Thunder, Dr. Wild. You know what Whoa. I mean? They Dr. Got Thunder. Every, every different, Dr. Thunder. Every like different grocery store has got a doctor fill in the blank. Something. <laughs> That's right. I had a running list of that because I like Dr. Pepper yeah, of everyone go. possible. <laughs> that explains That's a lot. That's a different That's a red a flag right there. That's a different show. That's a red flag. red flag. Likes Dr. Pepper. right. Yeah. Uh, but going back, narcissist. Yeah. So, you know, you got somebody who's got obviously self issues and they're not going to be thinking about you. So watch out for the narcissist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I think Toya said they're, they're a bully. I think it'd be the opposite, too, where they just don't acknowledge certain people. Mm. Like you don't even give them the time of day. You're not being mean to them, but right. it's just sure. like they don't deserve. And that's even worse. I mean, yeah, my attention. Yeah. So I th- the reason it's a red flag is there's going to come a time in your relationship. When they don't really like you, when they're not really feeling you, or you're not giving them what they think they want, and in that moment, they'll treat you 
the way that you've seen them treat people who can't do right. anything for them. So if they treat people well who can't do anything for them, there's probably a pretty good indicator when they don't like you in the marriage, they'll still treat you well. Yep. All right, number six. Uh, most of their friends are people of the opposite sex. Is that a red flag for you? <laughs> did we have that show once? we did a whole show on this. <laughs> we, did. Yeah, show. we did. I think my conclusion was what? Yes. Uh, Yeah, that's a pretty succinct uh, wrap-up of the show. To answer that there you go. Yes. Yeah. Why would that be a red flag? So so put it it back on Toya. Yeah. You're dating a dude. Um, It seems like all his friends you're meeting are girls. Why would that be a problem for you? It will be, first of all, why? What is going on? Why are we in a relationship <laughs> well, that you have so all here, these women around the you? Here's the thing. I was raised by my mama, and uh-huh. I had three sisters. Uh-huh. I just always got along better with women. What's the big deal? Uh-uh. I, I have, need you to know I how to, a, I need to make sure you I know how to be a man. With them. I need to make sure you know right. how to be uh, a you man. Watching the, you're watching the new 90 Day, right? Or Colty, yes. right? That whole thing. Have you seen that? I like Colty. it. So Colty's got this new like woman, right? But you notice what she doesn't like. He has this friend right yeah the friend that vanessa. is always a uh, vanessa is always in the house and she's yes. uh she's always creating issues so yep. yeah i mean don't be a culty don't do not <laughs> don't be a culty what's the chick's name that he's married to he's not or married not. anymore it was Larissa. Larissa. yeah yeah well she's in jail every other week so it's <laughs> hard to have a relationship she was, she was. <laughs> well he that's found true. he she's found south vanessa. american crazy right when there she went into that jail that's when he started becoming friends with vanessa yeah he helped them he through that jail is that, stuff. The, is that the new one yeah that's a new he's got one. like a new he's got a new girl colombian yeah. or something yeah. up in no, brazilian brazilian yeah yeah colty he likes south america he's that guy a player tell me that that's that's the only way that guy can get somebody that looks a little better than him. I think you got to go down to South America somewhere, someone who's like, a better. I need a ticket to the U.S., so I'll go with Colton. But, you right. know, some women, and for the, these women, I feel like they like him because they're like, he's a nerd. And what does nerd mean? Nerd means a good job and money. So... It's not really about him. It's just like, I need to get to America and I want to live a nice lifestyle. Let me find a nerd. We need to do a show about standards in dating. That's probably a great <laughs> idea. No yeah, we should have do to, that. Maybe we'll have to pull that we off. We should do so. that. Because yeah. they obviously don't have any. I mean, so anyway, nerd, that's, anyway. that's a that's a red flag. You could you could listen to our previous show on friends of the if they got all their friends of the opposite sex. There's there's a reason why, yeah. and it's probably not a healthy reason. So let's go to red flag number seven. This is one word: debt. What do you think about yeah. debt? I mean, how much debt are we talking about? So I'm talking about unhealthy debt, right? There's there's right. what some people would say healthy debt, like you got a mortgage on a house yeah. because you didn't have 500k just to drop down on right, it. Right, right. Uh, I think that's okay, but even like like, like, say, car payment. Okay. Right? There's a big difference between <laughs> a $200 car payment for a car to get you from A to B and a $700 car payment for a car that makes you feel better about being true. Big Ed's height. Five, <laughs> four, nine. <laughs> Be like, that's true. Dude, that's a, hey, I wish I was a little bit no, taller I, car payment. He, he, is what yeah. That is. yeah, that's okay. I'm that's all right. So credit card debt, <laughs> yep. um, you know, because I think I think all those things speak to, one, maybe misplaced priorities. Yeah. Two, uh, I need satisfaction now. I yeah. don't know how to tell myself no or right. wait on stuff. Um, so I think that's a red flag. But what do you guys think? Well, I think you said it. I really do. So, like, if it is, like, house, car that's not too high, student loans, then that's kind of the norm. But, like you said, uh, credit cards and all that, 
to where you just have no self-control, then that means you're going to have to deal with that with that person if you do get married. And one of y'all is going to have to be smart. And do you really want those types of frustrations like for years? Right. Um, so that is very important. So, yeah. Talk about that money. I need to know what is your money looking like <laughs> show, and show how me much, your budget. Yes. Show me, <laughs> and tax show returns. me your debt. And yes, we let's talk wow. about but do that on the first date. That won't scare him off. <laughs> you'll be kidding, fine. I'm just kidding. I, yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> hey, hey uh, yeah, I'll see you at Cracker Barrel. Can you bring your last three years tax <laughs> <Right>. returns? <laughs> Cracker Barrel? We just really? want yeah, Cracker Barrel, that's what you got. You're just trying to throw <laughs> something out, low end, right. you know. Well, with me, I'm going long term again. So if oh. you got somebody with debt, long term Louis. <laughs> Louis, I'll take that. Yeah, Better than bubbles, but whatever. Bubbles. So, I mean, that shows somebody that is living like in the now. There's no long term vision. There's right. no, it's just, I want it today. I'm all about today, which I maybe can work when you're single, but when you start yeah. adding family and kids and all that kind of stuff, you, you kind of just can't wing that stuff. No, and, and that, that's why I say I think you need to have conversations around the type of debt and, and why to have it. I think high car payments right. is, you know, come on, man, you don't you need a car to get you there. Right. Oh, Something absolutely. that's reliable. I'm all for that. You can't hold a job if you're calling in every other day. Yeah, yeah my Mazda, my 1947 Mazda well, you wouldn't start again. Yeah. Um, you're <laughs> yeah. not going to have a job, but no. at some point, it's like, come on, dude, you're paying 700 bucks a month for a car. Right. right. Very it's time true. to move on. Yeah, right? for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So I think that's a good discussion because yeah. you do not want somebody who uh, is impulsive in decisions, there who can't say no, who has to have something now because that is going to yeah. operate in every area of your relationship. And these so. were a good seven. That's a good seven. Yeah, now we can just get people to listen to We could have right? done 27, but I think yeah, that's a that's good a, seven. Definitely that, a good start. That, that just be aware of those things. Uh, again, none of these, I, I don't think any of these are like, oh, there's no way. Like, you got right. people listening like, oh, my gosh, he has debt. I got to get out of the relationship today. Right. No, you need to have a discussion about the motivations and what's driving these things. Right. Um, and if you're not comfortable with it, yeah. then uh, throw up the deuces. Bye. And if he takes you to Cracker Barrel, bye. Mm. Right? Mm. Cracker I mean, Barrel. Cracker Barrel's got pretty Come good on. breakfast. Anyway. You shop while you're waiting uh, there. Toy, get us out of here. <laughs> For any questions or anything, send those into the relationship at power77radio.com holla adios